welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Debris. This is season one, episode two, You Are Not Alone, written by J.H. Wyman, directed by, let me make sure I say this right, so y'all know how bad I am with pronunciations, Pad Ray McKinley. I gave this episode a 9.7 out of 10. I'm really enjoying the show. I like the mystery aspect of it. I like the uh, debris a week theme we got going. Some personal development with the characters. But most of all, it is furthering our understanding of the world that we've kind of been dumped in the middle of. And I can't stress again how much I really appreciate that. It's kind of like, you know, dating. After you've done it for so long, you don't need to have, you know, hey, what's your favorite movie? What's your favorite color? You know, it's a little stale. You want to have something that mixes it up, throws you in the action, and you can kind of just follow along and you don't have all the answers right away. I enjoy that bit of storytelling, especially since it really hasn't hurt my understanding of the relationship between Fanola and and Brian (laughs) and then we have a kind of interchanging lab team that I really enjoy as well it keeps things fresh it doesn't feel like a typical procedural show because they're doing things they're changing elements around that would be in a typical procedural show and they're centering the focal the main characterization focal point on our main two characters and that's smart because as you're filming in covid and these times you don't have as much (laughs) leadway right because you got all these other factors you gotta put in versus you know how close people are safety concerns and then trying to service 15 different cast members you don't need to do that in every show and yet it has become the dominant way we watch tv is ensemble casts and i like at this point we're keeping it small we're keeping it constricted and we'll see as time progresses i'm sure as they bring more people in how they relate to our main two characters but only as an extension of our two characters they're not going to branch off and have their own sideshow if that makes any sense i've been watching a lot of tv and i see it i don't need to see it in every show i'm watching so we have an opening credits uh scene i don't think we got this the first episode so hooray we have a theme which i was able to uh locate for the pod so i was excited about that it brought into clarification a few things i had maybe was in the feedback last week about when this happened so i familiarized that this was three years not that they and i may have stated it in the first episode that there was a spacecraft outside of like an earth's atmosphere but it actually was in our kind of our orbital atmosphere so that could be basically anywhere close enough but not so close (laughs) that it wouldn't be without merit that it would be such a tight secret right now and then we have uh the debris falling to the earth uh six within the last six months and then 
we had it in this episode finola giving us a better time uh time frame when she says that she and brian have been working together only for the last three weeks so i'm gonna guess her father must have died in the last month or two months ago but we know he was studying this debris for a really long time and he seems to be the walter of it all and that is a fringe reference if you don't get it then why are you here no i'm just kidding uh if you watch friends that is jh wyman's show as well so we start the episode with a man standing in the middle of town while it appears all metallic objects are being magnetically pulled in the same direction and i kind of think that maybe the debris has a similar behavioral pattern but it was a little different in this respect but it does tend to gravitate towards a a center if you will we'll see if that is a continual trend in the next few episodes brian is going he does seem like that kind of guy that's always talking like he's either sleeping or he's talking (laughs) he's never just every once in a while you may see him reading a book but that doesn't seem like his nah he's a he's a extrovert extrovert lord i can't talk already and it's only 7 36 this is gonna be a long night because i got a lot of pods to do <laughs> doing some catching up i will say he was talking so excitedly i didn't know what he was referencing until i did catch it and he likes peeps gross you nasty out of everything that happened in this episode the most unrealistic part is finola putting that peep in her mouth and going "Mm." no it's not good it's disgusting she should have spit it out and that would have been a legitimate reaction now i am not surprised brian in his caucasianness would enjoy something like peeps y'all invented that shit i mean why with marshmallow that's just it's no and then he gonna say stale is better than fresh how about neither as the two land in pennsylvania we learn that finola has a sister they do not get along very well and things have really dropped on finola since their father has died and she really feels the weight of that there were several looks in this episode that made me feel as if brian was going to drop the tea but he did not he kept his tea bag firmly in the cup and he is still stirring on that information but i feel the more he gets to know finola and it's gonna get to a certain point and i'm glad they didn't because i wasn't sure if he was gonna tell her right away i think due to some of the information she provided which i didn't know um that her father had at least it wasn't indicated to me clearly in the pilot that her father had committed suicide and maybe that was new or i it could have went over my head but yeah there is some other factors he may want to have information before he would consider breaking protocol for someone he met three weeks ago yeah that makes total sense and i like that they put that timeline out there because it gives a reference point of where his mind is at and why he doesn't immediately be like oh i know you and this is such a secret it's more like no our governments are working together i am getting to know you and i think that last part of her giving him the peep that was a little dent in the armor 
and he really needed that he needed to pick me up and we'll talk about this later because i think despite what mimi and many others may have planned don't at me like that look i didn't plan for this it was a possibility i always warned and now it kind of tripped and fell and stumbled into that and i don't have any control on what my heart feels <laughs> however however i'm not stressed about it at the same time <laughs> so it's not it's not a uh a Rashon type of deal I'm not gonna assign the name I'm saying I see potential that I could get on board with firmly and they do a lot of that legwork in this episode they get to base where the media does know about the story but they have been feeding it a fake one the Russian space rocket experiment going wrong it's like oh so we're gonna blame it on the Russians why not so no one knows about debris in the world it's not something even because usually in these type of shows and they may still introduce it there's like a crackpot somewhere <laughs> that's putting all the clues together i'm sure we'll uh, meet them eventually but as it stands this is very much under the control of the government on the scene selected metals are forming a line which they can see geographically from the sky as the sun had came up and Fanola wonders if that was a factor at all the clocking apparently measures the sinister aspect of the degree so if it's higher because he said it's only 23 and then later she said it was 254 i believe that requires you to suit up i'm not sure what that suit protects you from and we'll talk about a scene later on that kind of confused me but maybe it's just a plot hole or maybe i was it went over my head again it's possible i really wanted to see a sinister event and apparently i got my wish by the end of the episode not as sinister as i thought but then we did have like a double-headed situation going on lester also drops that the debris fell in town at 1 a.m and that the town has been evacuated Grohl and Harris have a conversation at his, I guess, base camp. Wherever they are building what we saw last episode, that structure, something that also apparently is not a joint effort, it would seem, with MI6. Grohl and Harris discuss the fact that George Jones is apparently still alive. It's a big deal. As he's the man that pioneered a great deal of the research i'm guessing on the debris like everyone is using uh or he head up everything that was studying what they know thus far regarding the debris and girl says well i can get down to the bottom of it but it's going to require me to get my hands dirty with mi6 as well and harris is like look me and the director are like do you boo but we gonna deny this shit if anything comes out he doesn't say that but it's kind of implied in town we meet kazimi and a few other techs they're about to canvas the place when they see the dude we saw in the beginning named eric but he doesn't recall what his last name is 
and he is spazzing the hell out and he was just standing there watching things move by and he didn't even comment on that which is odd to Fanola because she knows something is up she wants to cut him loose for more tests I didn't understand the wording of want to cut bait that I I don't know this lingo <laughs> and she tells Brian to look out for each other they should look out for each other the debris metal field is circling the town to keep people in or out is the question they also know that it's full it's uh forming a perfect circle by the end of the episode and that it is starting to build the other side of the wall so brian Fanola decide to go check that part out when they do get to this side of town their signal is not very well because brian is trying to contact their base which is the plane i like that their plane is their base of operations it's so very i don't know smart (laughs) if we need to go somewhere if we're not going somewhere like we're constantly going all over the country instead of trying to have a building let's just stay in the plane and make that the base of operations but they're not able to communicate very clearly but they are able to get through at least brian is finola is still worried that her sister has not called her back d and i you know noticed that brian was very perceptive she didn't even say anything and he's like she'll call back and then this is when we get a little bit more information about how george jones died he committed suicide apparently he also left her a message right before or he texted her right before he died saying you are not alone i immediately started thinking of that michael jackson song another day is gone i'm still all alone how could this be anyhow i like that song i love that song actually but i digress the important part about this whole conversation is the fact that she stayed with him in the morgue so she saw his actual dead body that's a lot to explain away until we find out this episode there's a thing such as clones but maybe not quite in this fashion she also reveals that her sister is a drug addict the more brian hears the guiltier he looks you can smell it they then see a man attacking a car with blood on him and this is eric once again and it's attack of the clones because they keep popping up every damn where eric really did the damn thing when he was doing the acting because they're able to take because they took the one away with um oh i'm gonna mess up her name because i really love the melanin in this show kazimi one went with her they find the bloody one and then because they were chasing him right yeah because he they tried to talk to him and then he ran away they gave chase she finds finola one crouching in the warehouse and brian finds the other one outside they take them all back to base camp and he's like i'm glad that you're okay he knows all these people brian kazimi he knew the one person last week it makes sense american government he seems like a lifer the actor was very effective playing different parts of his personality 
and i'm glad that that's what it was explained as because i didn't get it at first one seemed to be a lot more angry the other one was really sad and talking about all his life regrets and then (laughs) the other one was just super ambitious he just kept going through each personality until they died the only one surviving being the one that was talking to finola because she has the superpower of empathy (laughs) like she's got master empathy skills and she's able to assure him he starts to panic everyone else in the other two rooms they're like yeah we're american we don't know how to do american (laughs) oh no that's not true but it's kind of and you have her being like it's fine you know it seems as if you were in a midlife crisis just what are you trying to do what do you need and he asked her did you find the ball of light he says nothing is real except her but he's lost it and maybe he was in the middle of a crisis in his relationship dot 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 that's when finola tells the other two that they're all fakes hers isn't the real one they're fractured personas of the man's personality eric broke up with his girlfriend they find out via social media a few days ago and took a job in san francisco that explains all of his talk about ambition and how he deserved it but he also needs to do something important they propose that he is dying and the satellite confirms the circle in the middle is uh the i should say what's in the middle of the circle is eric's house girl is talking to priya on the phone from mi6 she wants him to be more transparent he's like i don't know what you're talking about i have given you all the information that i have as he ponders a picture of george jones and then she asks are you alone yeah why the fuck you lying why you always lying try to disguise it in his voice she tells him about a project called influx which is buying or possibly selling he is the guy in the middle at the hotel we had to shoot his friend from last episode he is involved in that group and he has his team look into influx at eric's home the level is higher so they suit up and it's clear something went through the roof brian thinks it's impacted eric when he gets downstairs and notices that there's blood on it while finola chases another clone outside brian investigates more thumping but it's not another eric clone he sees a clone of himself oh hell no they both point guns at each other with the clone saying i can't let it go before brian has to kill himself somebody's gonna have nightmares except he already has nightmares because he clearly has ptsd then he says nobody go in the basement without a suit but did it matter you was in a suit and you got cloned or did he take his glove off and i missed it and he touched it with his hand i'm not quite sure but we had a clone of him and no one else and i'm gonna pause because i think i may have put together some pieces of the story 
because we know there's a photo in his pocket that he carries around of a woman and he says he can't let it go he was in prison my guess something went down his girl either got snatched or she got dead one or the other but he is definitely angry about it and also very homicidal so there's that i don't think it's a recent loss because why wouldn't he try to use that to connect with finola especially if you're trying to get some information from her i don't know but i do think that this story is going somewhere in that direction maybe she's still alive and he just can't give up on finding her again this of course would you know conflict of interest on my other goals but i'm not so attached that i'm not open to other possibilities (laughs) backup does arrive but they cannot shut off the activeness of the debris as another clone magically appears upstairs finola follows the blood splatter and has kazimi search the grounds when brian is mia because he's not responding sisters finally do connect when she goes back upstairs and it's clear Dee does not think that their dad committed suicide whereas finola's like i was there i saw the body there was a gun <laughs> hole bullet hole in his head it's my guess maybe he took some pills i don't know but she has found definite evidence that that is exactly what i'm an fbi agent ma'am if i thought there was another way this went down i assure you i'd be the first that's on that shit but she need to get her ass on a plane and come to the united states because she can't be left alone she almost went right off the deep end but she did walk away because her sister said i love you and she wants to connect with her and she says we're all we have now and that's an, an important thing especially after the loss of a family member to try to at least even though there are things that we may not agree on or we don't get along as well as we could we can still at least love each other and try to to build out that connection brian is staring at his corpse and yeah that would really mess with my brain and then finola sees that he is looking at a photo she tries to suss it out saying you know the least interesting thing about you is that you're an fbi agent and you won't give me some of your tea because i've been spilling all of mine and uh he's like another time like i don't know what you want me to tell you i don't have parents i don't have brothers and sisters or my parents live somewhere i don't know he was giving a spiel i was only half paying attention i was too busy being distracted by the many bodies that were coming out of a portal it seemed until we realized those bodies were half eric and half brian and that was creepy and why nobody was told about that maybe they went away like who buried that y'all had to kill all them people in that living room like that's some fucked up shit y'all didn't show it because that's some fucked up shit eric it turns out after they find that he must have gotten in his car because it's not in the garage and they can't find it and a lot of metal is missing that he is in the car in the pile of shit around the town when brian has to jump into the pile and save him the whole damn thing starts to contract like it's labor contractions except it's uh light and man this was kind of scary because he kind of felt i thought he was dying but i guess it was the the debris protecting its clone i don't know but it was scary and exciting at the same time and i was in deep 
suspense and i also like the camera shot of showing just brian's face because i didn't want to see brian drag that man out of the car because they would have looked clumsy so i'm glad that we just showed his face and the guy's kind of registering coming to his senses and he's like i'm gonna go get a medic with all that blood loss he should be on a gurney but i digress they did put him on a gurney later Uh, it just seemed like he lost a lot more blood than uh he was suffering for him when they pulled his ass out like he looked pretty much pristine but uh i didn't even care because the moment that pushed me over the edge into shipping was when he was like who are you and brian looked right at finola was like i'm an fbi agent ship it like vex ship it I thought it was really sweet that Fanola was like, well, who were you trying to get in touch with? What were you trying to do? Was it about a job? And he said, yeah, but not anymore. And then he calls his girl and he makes up with her and she was driving out of town. He pulled her over to the side of the road. was like, girl, I need you to stay. Like, I'm just not even gonna say anything else. Just stay. I'm not gonna tell you about my horrible day, how I died in a junk pile. I just know that I've had clarity of spirit and I need you to stay and i'm not taking that job and you're the most important thing and the only thing that matters and it was very heartwarming and i'm not used to that in my (laughs) sci-fi that it would be heartwarming but at the same time it had some suspense and it had some mystery and then we have another really kind of ominous scene at the end where brian is in his car he's talking to what's his name grohl and he says i killed myself today and girl says oh that must be really sad to kill the person you love the most and that causes him to smile but it's almost a toxic masculinity type of reaction like we don't talk about our feelings we push them aside and <laughs> we don't address them and i feel as if he had told Fanella Fanola the exact same thing she would have reacted differently given him some tlc that he needs and i think that is going to be a part of their relationship is that she's more open like she's not a guarded person she seems to wear her heart on her sleeve she doesn't hold back she she is who she is and you have brian who is kind of he's got some he he comes off as a really nice cool chill person like the guy you want to hang out with but he's probably got a whole bunch of skeletons in his closet and some deep dark secrets and some self-loathing and a whole bunch of other shit that hanging out with finola is probably going to assist him with but he's not there yet and i'm glad he's not there yet because i don't want him to be spilling his guts to finola in the second episode i want him to do that in around the fifth episode (laughs) or at least open his guts uh and then she gives him the peeps because that's her way like i'm not gonna ask you but clearly you've had a horrible day i wouldn't want to kill myself and she cheers him up because it's the stalest one that she could find and that makes him happy and he appreciates it you can see he does and then he tells her to buckle up and i'm like girl you need to seriously spit that shit out the window it's gross it's so disgusting why who would eat this who thought of this as a good candy idea this is stuff you give to like two and five-year-olds because they don't know any better and it's marshmallow and it's better than (laughs) half the other stuff they got out there that you can get for easter it's not even easter that's when peeps come out nobody sells them all year pretty sure i skipped over most of the conversation with grow but 
he's like well what did you find out he's like well she said she sat next to her dad's corpse do you guys think this is a clone situation he's like i don't know but i'm sending a team to have his body exhumed other than he was with the influx group i'm not even sure why this is a secret like hey there your father worked with the debris there's something weird going on because we all know he died yet there's this doppelganger running around kind of looking like him they also mentioned that something's up with his eye i thought that was the actor so i didn't want to you know judge but apparently that's not how his face is supposed to look so that to me definitely confirms that this is not probably her father but some reincarnation of him and since he worked with the debris lord knows who he was talking to or what the debris convinced him to do but i am interested in this arc but considering she's studying this maybe because it's her father they may feel she'll be compromised but then why wouldn't they just get someone else to do uh, i don't know but i'm sure we'll get more information about it i really like how much finola likes giving pats to brian like she's one of those people that i would hang out with because i'm a very hands-on person if you're my friend <laughs> i will always give you hugs or you know make some physical contact even if it's just like a punch on the shoulder or a rub or something so she feels as if she's trying to build rapport and she has trust in brian that he knows what he's doing that he's capable you know he's opening up to her about his personal self she's feeling the same and she's trying to build a good working relationship again i can see what i want with my goggles on but the show is doing a really good job of building a good foundation of friendship between the two and mutual respect and it's just going to come a point where that is going to tip into a more personal relationship when things start hitting the fan because i don't know what pariah paria pariah Imperia. i don't know what her plans are it's easy to say oh it's just the americans being shady as fuck but you know they over there doing some stuff too we're gonna find out the other side of the story <laughs> i have no doubt another really solid episode let's hear i think i got one piece of feedback from this week yep let's open up the old mailbag Christina is me shy I am here to talk about debris episode 2 I really enjoyed this episode it was uh, very different than anything I've watched before so that really has me excited this one it was about um, a small town that had these weird <laughs> the weird phenomenon of metal alloy they said this floating or dragging into the outskirts of town forming a circle of debris (laughs) or metal cars shopping carts just anything um forming this weird circle around the town and yeah very very intriguing mystery as to what was going on with that we got finola and brian um, coming to the town of course they're they were anybody i i 
I'm not a big candy person, so when he was talking about peeps or peep, I I thought that was made up. <laughs> so I, I had to Google it because I'm like, is it really a candy named Peeps or Peep? And yeah, sure enough, I've never seen this candy before or I never paid attention to this candy before because then again, this kind of candy, marshmallow type candy, I, I don't like. I don't like that type of candy. Um, so that's probably why I never heard of it or never seen it. Or if I seen it, I didn't know I was seeing it. I don't know. Um, it looked vaguely familiar, like some Easter kind of candy. But again, I never paid attention because I don't like that type of stuff. So, but yeah, I was like, is that a thing for real? But yeah, it was a thing. Um, of course, then he's like, oh yeah, I like it stale. I was like, okay, so not only is this candy I don't like, now you're adding stale on top of it. <laughs> and of course, at the end, he gives Fanola, or no, Fanola um, provides him with the candy and they eat it. And she actually likes it, so I'll, I'll leave that to you, you know, Fanola, you, you go. I'm, I'm not, no. Anyway, um, they're int- we're introduced to a guy named Eric who is a little bit out of his mind. They're trying to figure out what's going on. Why is he still in the town? Because they have evacuated the town. And um, so that became a mystery of, you know, what's happening. Um, they escort him away. And then as they're investigating some more, they see Eric again, this time bloody. They think that um, he hurt one of the agents. But come to find out, he's a clone. So the mystery is on as to what the heck is happening with Eric. <laughs> um, when they find the third one, and at, uh, when they have the chase around the warehouse and whatever. So I thought that was neat because I was like, mm. I really did think that he did something to that agent. But I'm glad that that wasn't the case. Um course and their investigation they find out that he's what his name is where he lives and then the other guy I don't know who he was that was overseeing the um the outskirts of the town um let them know that Eric's address is the the center of it all and so that of course they go investigate that they find the debris in the basement. Apparently, it fell through his home. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the, did it land on him or it hit him? Not it land on him. It hit him, which injured him. And from that, it create started creating his clones. And Fanola and Brian go to the house and see all that was going on. And it ended up because Brian got so close, ended up cloning him. But my thing is, I you already know I'm not good with horror movies, scary movies, um, <clears throat> those types of movies. So when he was, you know, what, like what's behind the corner, what's behind the door, <laughs> that kind of stuff freaks me out. I just hate that feeling of, you know, jumping and, you know, not... You know having that kind of suspense going on and all that but it wasn't too bad I mean I, I enjoyed it even though again when he was went upstairs and they and Fanola went outside and I just knew somebody was gonna attack them which 
someone did end up attack well brian ended up attacking himself um his clone but um still that i'm be like oh gosh please don't let something freaky jump out at them (laughs) so um but what i did think was freaky was when the the debris started making clones of brian and eric combined conjoined clones Uh, that was freaky um so they end up figuring out that eric was still there in the neighbor in the neighborhood and that he got in his car i guess he thought he thought he was gonna leave but ended up getting dragged into the debris that circle so they had to find him they find him and then the other um suspenseful moment is when the thing started pulsing when they found him which i'm trying to figure out like why the only thing i didn't understand was why was it doing that um like it needed him to stay in the circle i mean in that in the car and him rescuing eric did something to the yeah i didn't understand that part like why was it why did it go into defense mode um or was it going into defense mode because of what they were doing in the basement i think that's more what it was not brian finding eric i think because they were trying to shut it down so it went into defense mode anyway so that was a suspenseful moment of the the debris compressing and almost killing them but they they stopped it in time so that was good i like the i like fanola and brian's um dynamic and it's just interesting i wonder how long they've been partners because she's like easily opens up to him about whatever i mean she was talking to him about her father her sister that dynamic and all the issues with that so I find that interesting and he I mean, he opens up but not like she does. I mean like she's saying like deep stuff, um, you know, letting him know deep stuff about her. So she tells him about her dad um, that she was sat with him with his body in the morgue. So that's I'm wondering because we got that in this episode if that was some type of a hint that maybe this is like a clone of her father or the clone of her father was in the morgue and her real father is still alive because the sister um she's really she def she's adamant that her their father didn't kill himself <clears throat> but i did like that we were introduced to her sister it wasn't just some you know character that she randomly talks about and we never get introduced to them and i also like that there's this bond between them even though they have their differences I like that they show that there's still love, sisterly love, sisterly bond between them. So that's good. Not too much of a fan of the keep the uh, secret from the partner thing, but that's what they're doing. Um, I'm also wondering, I mean, of course, leave it to the Americans to be the ones to not be transparent and keeping secrets. Um, But then again, the MI6 people, they might not be saying being on the up and up either but they find out that the organization is influx that the the father um finola's father george is is associating with so that will be interesting to figure out what's going on with that um what else 
I'm wondering what the guy meant when he's talking about that he's he may have to get dirty, um, you know, get down and dirty with something. Um, I don't. I mean, I'm still trying to figure out like what his like what is his role? Like, what is did they say what his position was? I'm kind of confused about you know Brian's boss. Like, what exactly? And I don't even remember if they even said what the name of their organization is, other than he's a federal agent. But like, is it CIA? I don't know. Um, but they're keeping secret about the space. They're rebuilding the spacecraft. I wonder how they could keep that a secret. Like, where do they think the the debris parts are going? Um, I don't know. But they're keeping a secret about her father. So that should be interesting. Um, that mystery, solving that mystery, and seeing what really happened to her father. But I think that's it. That's all I have. I really, really enjoyed this episode. I'm enjoying the series so far. Of course, it's just episode two, but still, I like how that is different. I mean, I'm sure you, you and Mimi know have more experience with this type of show because I didn't watch Fringe, so I don't have a comparison to make with another show. So on that note, uh, until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch, shine. That was her shyness with thoughts on the episode. So I am happy to hear that you're a fan as well. You are alone tonight, though. I don't know where Mimi is, and I ain't chasing her ass. I'm busy as hell. You know I put that thing in the chat. Um, <laughs> hopefully you are free at this time uh, in the evening because i sure as hell am enjoying my freedom that started at 4 30 p.m so onto the episode you are correct you did see them vaguely around easter because that's the only time anyone would sell this cheap ass candy it's like 98 cents you know if it's 98 cents and it's like a pack of six and they looking like tweety birds no nobody wants that that's not okay you eating baby chicks made of uh marshmallows so gross it's like those marshmallow candies that other like people like mooncakes i don't like mooncakes that's anything with marshmallows that ain't a rice krispie tree i don't want it you are also correct that at the end it was pulsating because of fighting back i forgot to even brought that up it might have been their defense mechanism to stop them from shutting them down maybe they're learning their tactics because it seemed as if Anola had to give uh, a different way for them to shut the equipment down and it still took them a while like she was like what do you mean it's not shut down so maybe this is the first time that it has created a fight back mechanism and what does that mean for the future in regards to Fanola, I think that's just you know I've met some Brits uh, I know a few Brits and they're just very open people they're not like us <laughs> that's why i like a lot of their even their relationships even when they date it's not like i'm about to just shop around they're like no i like you you like me okay let's go out and then they that's i mean they're just very transparent i'm sure everyone is not the same but their their overall mannerisms aren't the same as us like we're like yeah we got to know you for 15 years before you can have deep dark secrets British are like um yeah so here's my life this is what happened last week I mean they make friends for life that's just how they how they roll and I'm here for it 
I think that's about it on my notes on your feedback, but uh, I hope Mimi will be joining us next week. If you want to join the conversation, blackgirlcouch at gmail.com, or you can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social medias will be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. If you have time, run over to iTunes, rate the podcast, and leave a review. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic.